Um, sure. What do I do? You gotta start with a big week. Now? Yeah, you're in, you, Ryan's recording this all. And he's oh. giggling profusely. Uh, big week. This is Athenixus, episode 29, Chew Chew, on Friday, August 24th, 2012. And now I'm wondering where I put the other half of my ear to. This episode is hosted by Ryan Rappersett with co-host Matthew Petchel. And oh wait, is that who I think it is? Oh, it really is Sam Eberts. Hey, how's it going? It's good, how about you? I'm doing well. That's good. Busy week? Uh, for me, yeah, but not for tech news. No. I haven't been around to read it. Really? Yes. So if you don't read it, it doesn't happen? In my mind, yeah. Oh. I mean, it's not like things happen unless I make them happen. Because if I don't know it happened, I don't think it happened. And if I don't think anything, it doesn't just dish out in this world of ours. I think the previous statement is true if you see the evidence presented in uh, your blog. Okay. Just saying, nobody's life has changed by reading tech news. Except for yours. I think you'd be kind of bored without tech news. Yeah. And also, syntax error, unexpected T variable in home pages 25 slash D35 17 HT docs blog WP includes slash option dot PHP online 255. So I'm guessing you're on um, blog.matthewbutcher.com right now. Yeah, I am. How'd you know? Because, uh, it turns out I'm having some uh, problems enabling PHP 5 on, uh, one and one. Hmm. And uh, I know some people who use one and one are saying, It's effortless, you whiny baby. Just do it and let me do it now. And I'm just like, you know, I'm just going to sit here with my Diet Coke and I'm going to be happy that I have my own domain name. Even though it's just exploding on me constantly, I have it. As opposed to someone who doesn't? Yes, because, <laughs> you know, if they don't have it, then they're not paying 10 bucks a year for it. Hmm. Well, I think the more expensive must be the hosting. Yeah, well, see, I'm hosting something that doesn't work, so it's kind of worth it. Huh? Sounds like your whole life. That is a good metaphor for my life. Mm-hmm. I'm paying to host it, but nothing's being productive. Just errors and pools and pools of errors. Yeah, wow. Yeah. So, do you know what we have this week? Um, no. We have a special guest. We have a special guest? Did you know that? No, I didn't. Right now, we are actually in communication with Sam Eberts. And he's just being really quiet right you now. You mean that rogue? That rogue hero. That oh. maverick rogue hero of something. Is, is that true? Is Sam Ebert really on the line? No. He's making things up. Oh. See? Wait, who said that? The guy who's making things up. So it's you. No, 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 no. no. I don't make things up. Well. Yeah. You know, he's hmm. um, he's going to tell us what he did this week. Roll in. Who no. did what this week? Hey, Sam. Do you do anything cool this week? Uh, sorry to give you a proper uh, setup. No, not really. Uh, oh, I, I, I suppose I uh, did a podcast. Oh, you did a podcast. Yeah, cross promotion's great. Yeah, what what podcast did you do, Sam? Uh, the Universe, the other show, the other regular show hosted on Nexus, semi regular rather, because it's not regular. Yeah. And I also hear you talked all about GitHub. Uh, not really. Yes, you did. I, I, I mentioned was there. how I'm terrible at doing tech things, and GitHub was my example. Well, I suppose that works. Yeah. So. You know what I did this week? No, what did you do? I've been working like crazy this week, and so I've been working like um, day and night a few times. And on my way to work one day, I drove by Newell Park. You know the park that you live next to and I live down the street from? Yeah, I, I live up there. As I went by, I noticed something standing in the grass. Just off on the side and in the parking lot and kind of in the grass, just shuddering about. It was a Google van. By van, I mean car. With a huge camera on top. It was really? the Google Maps guys, yeah. Oh. I've never seen the Street View guys. I've never seen them in person. 
except for you have because I immediately sent you a text message saying, while driving, I was texting you saying, get out there and uh, look at these cars. Yeah. So uh, you you did this, and of course, you, you actually called me. Yeah, because um, you know I don't text and drive. And... Well, so calling is better, of course. Uh, so then I, I immediately, of course, you know, dropped everything I was doing because if you're that frantic, then we must either somebody's being shot, something's being burned, or there's a Google car. One of those three options. You know, I've, I've made very similar calls saying, hey, dude, 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 there's a kitten sitting on your fence post. <laughs> I don't think I got that call, though. I meant to. Well, you could have. Dude, I was trying to tell you you had cats nesting underneath your mom's car the other day. Wait, wait, that's not, that's irrelevant. I see what you did there. I don't know what I did there. But uh, but I heard you um, started talking with the Google employees. Well, so I'm what I'm doing right now as we speak is publishing the album, so I can put it in the show notes. Uh, Google Car Guys, yeah. So I I was talking to the or I really didn't say much. I said, but you, you know, actually talked to a Google employee in person, which is something I've never done. Well, I mean, I said hi, you know. Big how's, how's, Well, I didn't say big. Told him watch out for cars. I did tell him to watch out for cars, which I thought was comical, considering that you know they're driving around in a car. Um, but and bicycle. I, Do you see but the little, yeah, so the bicycle thing is something I didn't. Trailer? I didn't know they had a bicycle Google mapping thing before. Well, their server people have scooters. Why can't the car people? Well, have so bikes? I was wondering what would the what would the um, purpose of the the bicycle be? Places cars can't go. Right. Um, like through the park. Like, yeah, like through the park. So oh. that's what I thought. What were you saying, Sam? I I think that they uh, do the same Google Maps like speed view type thing for bike trails. Ah, cool. Right. That's the thing that they're starting to do. That's great. Um, and we all know that Pierce Butler is a terrible biking trail. And you can also do the same documentation with a uh, car. Right. So, yesterday morning, there was a bunch of old folks just walking down Pierce Butler. Like, one guy was in the bike lane, and the other guy was just in the street. Both of them, like, they had, like, old suspender-ish things, and overalls, and canes, and walkers. Just chugging along, choo-choo. I mean, it was just weird. I mean, honestly, I... Choo-choo. Hey, just mocking me. Yeah. <sighs> but I also know something else on this Pierce Butler route besides old people and Google employees. Really? I noticed... Some police cars, like always. Yeah, like always. Killing people. That's um, normal. But when I was parked off on the side, um, I had to stop out of this place down Pierce Butler. Um, there's a sign company that's down the street from us. It's kind of off to the side, and so we never notice it. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen it, but I've never given they, it any thought. Yeah, they make huge custom signs for people. And as you know, this week was Best Buy's grand reopening in our Roseville area. Yeah. And um, they put the old signs back there. They, they put the new signs up, and now we, they put the old signs back. They most so, certainly did do that. And I, I know you have the pictures at the top of them because there is some barbed wire fence and some angry signs. So the picture I'm, I'm about to upload to the uh, internet, is it, it, it's kind of dark, although you can see two yellow things that look like Best Buy stickers. But they're huge. I mean, these things are literally bigger than an elephant bouncing on a ball. Hmm. And not just one ball, but two kiwi-shaped balls. Moving on. Um... But if you want, we're going to talk a lot about Best Buy later on. Yeah, we? we're talking about Best Buy all day today. Because we had the, the, we just witnessed their grand reopening. Right. So we actually, you know, took a hit for the team. Really, uh, we, we we ventured into one of the new stores. Yeah, I tried to find a radio. Yeah. So listen later for Matt's Radio Quest, brought to you by TheNexus.tv. <laughs> it's sarcastic. See, that's the only word I could think if of. If you're gonna do that, you should talk louder. But so no, now, no, whispering is sounds so much more ominous. Yeah, no, but nobody can hear creepy. it. But also, so I'm watching the Skype computer, and every few seconds or minutes, maybe really, I see the mouse just go by. Really? <laughs> yeah. Do you have that uh, Sentry thing set up again? Or Synergy? No, no, I don't. That's, well, I, see, I just have tessellation going on over here. That's reasonable. 
It looks like the best pie sign. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about that later. Yeah. Anything else on the roll-in? Because we don't really have a roll-in. I don't know. Decided Sam's Minecrafting. And... Wait, he actually didn't actually say that. Um... But I don't know. We could just talk about the news. Want to just move on to lightning? Well, we like talking about lightning. Oh. Okay. Cool lightning yesterday. Oh, man. Literally. That was cool. some amazing lightning yesterday, actually. Yeah. Uh, it was quite right. Right. Definitely. Especially that one that made all that noise. <laughs> yeah, there was this one lightning that was so bright and that made but, so much noise we didn't even hear it. Yeah. But it was like a chain of multiple bolts that went across the whole horizon. Right. And it, it lasted like a whole second and a half. Yeah. Like normal lightning's just like a tenth of a second. Like you just see a quick flash and it's over. But this this was like and then over. It's just this long bolt and just no sound, no thunder. We didn't hear any noise. Even the state fair, the great Minnesota get together of communistic ritual was weird. Communist and pagan. Fairs are kinda of like harvest festivals, so it's all kind of paganish. So oh, we don't have any pagans. So, so are we um are we ready for lightning, Sam? Sure. Okay. So I'll, I'll begin. So Snapjack, uh, they they make trackpads. They are making a new type of trackpad that is going to be three millimeters thick and support five touch inputs, and will have very accurate force detection. So you'll be able to do very very precise, accurate uh, gestures. And of course, it'll be in laptops. What I like to call never, because you know they're slow. Hmm. Yeah. That sounds uh. Pretty worthless. Yeah, but it's, it is a great trackpad. Well, I got one for you. Just so you know, breaking news, the boxes for Windows 8 Pro look ugly, and the boxes for Windows 8 look even uglier. Um, but more importantly, um, Windows 8 Pro is to be priced at $199, um, following a $699 promotional pricing. $699. Yeah. 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 It's a little different than $699. It's like, really? That's cheaper than I thought. Yeah. But uh, either way, it this, I, I, this is my first time. Act, I knew the what the Windows 8 logo looked like, like the terrible window. I didn't know they threw some abstract in this crappiness. The, the, these uh, boxes remind me of the uh, previous Windows 7 bags for the house party. No, they, they look even worse than that. Okay. Remember that old chemistry book you had? Oh, yeah. Uh, kind of looked like that. I don't know. Maybe I'm just kind of looking out. But you do know I stepped in some of your bleach earlier today. Yeah, I did. You just spewed it all over your floor. Well, I'm having Pepsi, so anyway, Sam's turn. Go, Sam. Sam. My turn. Hi, I miss you. I'm supposed to be reading... Okay, yeah. Sorry. Um, so Radio Shack is supposed to launch their own uh, no-contract wireless uh, around September 5th. Speaking, well. speaking cool. of, uh, you know, no-contracts... You know, you know, T-Mobile, they're actually going to also be releasing a new data plan, which is also no contract. Of course, you do pay monthly. Uh, and they're going to be also releasing that on September 5th. Hmm. Isn't that interesting? It's it almost is. as if it's a conspiracy. Oh, I'm conspiracy. What? It's your turn. No, I... Man, you went quick. Yeah. That's how lightning's supposed to be almost. I know, right? Okay, so, Amazon. You know them? You know them? Ever heard of them? Yeah. You know how they have um, your your S3 thing that you use to host all this crap? Oh, I do. Well, now they're going to, this Glacier thing is going to have some super cheap long-term low-access st- storage. Um, tongue twister if you can't read or see. Uh, <laughs> but it's going to cost about a penny a gigabyte a month. month. Yeah. Yes. It's, it's amazing. Yeah. Um, and we'll we'll talk more about that a little bit later because I have some thoughts on it, but it's it's great. Yeah. I think it's good, good too. Probably get rid of that. Sam's turn. Yeah. And uh, 
it also looks like there will be uh, a new new Nexus in the near future with uh, some improved specs, which is cool. Heard a lot of good things about the Nexus. No, no relation to us. The Nexus phone, just to be clear. So it's a product of ours. Oh, yes. Yeah. The, the Galaxy Nexus. You know, it's funny that Link still works, because you... I don't know. Anyway. I just threw a mustache-bearded Danica Patrick in there. So, Google Play is now offering gift cards, so you will be able to pick up a gift card now at Target, Radio Shack, and GameStop, and I imagine more uh, stores coming soon, like Walmart and Walgreens and other places. But if you want to, uh, you know, buy an app on the Google Play Store and your kid, you can now actually get a gift card. That's cool. Mm-hmm. So... You know Virgin Mobile? Yeah. Well, Virgin Mobile and Samsung delivered on their new uh, event promise that they had. Um, it's a $250 phone with um, from Virgin Mobile with a 1.4 gigahertz uh, processor and an S3 Snapdragon thing. With a, just a little single-core, 4-inch um, screen, and it has the ICS. Do you know what that means? Yes. What? ICS. What does it mean? IC sensors. How about ice cream sandwich? You know, I like ice cream sandwiches too, but they don't belong in phones. They belong in your tummy. Okay, Sam's turn. Okay. Uh, so it, it turns out that Microsoft has uh, changed their logo to something that quite resembles a very Metro Windows logo, um, which is pretty cool. I think it sounds like they're embracing the fact that all they do is make Windows. Hmm. Cool. Hmm. Too bad it breaks so often. So speaking of new things, Facebook has finally entered the mobile age by introducing a new native iOS app. And everybody is rejoicing, everybody loves it, it's amazing and revolutionary. Apparently it works for the iPhone, the iPod Touch, and of course, your lovely iPad that you no longer have. Cool. Um, so, everybody liked the Kindle Fire 1? Well now, the Kindle Fire 2 is expected to be released September 6th. Or at least announced. Yes. Same thing, really. Oh, well, I guess I skipped Sam for the last one. But if, Sam, if you want to read that one, you can. It's up to you. I'll read it if you don't want uh, to. Go for it. Okay. So, Best Buy, uh, you know, they've been in talks recently to be acquired by the former founder of Best Buy, Schultz. And, uh, well, instead of uh, actually just being acquired by the founder, which sounds like a story I've heard before, <coughs> uh, they instead hired a new CEO that's going to drive the company into the ground. Yeah. Why not something funny? Yeah. When you said um, the the old founder of Best Buy, I'm like, wait, that's not Schultz. That's Michael Dell. Like, I got the names completely mixed up. <laughs> a little bit different there. Just a little bit. That is funny. Yeah. Either way. Yes. Well, that was a great lightning. I think we should do this every time. You know, that was like an eight-minute lightning segment. That was, I like that. I like that. That is called getting the news done. But it's, it's too vague. They're almost here to look at our show notes and look at the links. So you mean be a click-through portal, like... Kind of what I'm going for. Exactly, but I don't like what you're going for. Well, make your own network then. I like sabotaging yours better. Okay. Well, I'm glad. I think I'm doing a good job. I'm glad you're a part of it then. Well, just so you know, I have sabotaged your show more often than anybody else. Yeah, you've burned more pop filters, and I think that's about it. Okay, if you're going to go by physical damage to the studio, I've done more good than bad. Yeah, I agree. Um, I've drilled more holes and desks in the location you desired than any other one, any other person. I've also karate chopped through your desk and then put a board up in between to re-secure the desk after splitting it in two. That was pretty funny. Um, oh, remember the great toner disaster of 011? <laughs> 011? Yes. <laughs> that was quite the disaster. Besides that, studios look that crappy. Yeah. And... There was a $20 bill to replace the pop filter that spontaneously burst. And, and then I bought um, a boom with it or something. And 
that five eighths bolt that you said is designed to hold a bridge together and should not be used for a small, fragile, delicate neck of a goose. Yeah. So if we had a sponsor this week, we would uh, talk about our sponsor right now. Um, okay. It's too bad we don't have a sponsor. Can I, you know, the outro that I was planning? Yeah. I'm just throwing it here. Okay. Do you mind? No, not at all. Okay. So, as long as we're talking about how crappy the studio is, I want you guys to see the studio. I also want you to hear all the things that are breaking upstairs in this forsaken studio. So, actually, speaking of things that are breaking, can I interrupt? Is that yes, okay? Yeah. So, while Sam and I were recording his show last night, my mother, in her infinite wisdom, decided to walk down the steps and actually put stuff in the washing machine and then turn it on and then have stuff spin around wet, getting clean. Well, in doing so... <laughs> She wanted to spin things around wet while cleaning them. That just sounds ridiculous. <laughs> hey, Sam, do you know if Ryan was drinking Pepsi last night? Uh, I, I do not recall. We were up quite late, though. It's uh, He can function for hours and hours, <laughs> like days and days, like 36 hours plus. He's just fine. But if he has any Pepsi, he just gets all loopy for some reason. Yep. It's only Diet Pepsi that yep. does this to him. Well, I've never really had regular Pepsi. So anyway, she did this, and um, sometimes washing machines get unbalanced, because, mm-hmm. you know, we don't have a level basement. Mm-hmm. And so it started shaking and rattling and sounding terrible while we were recording, and I was trying to mute myself, and, you know, I, I muted all the lows so it would stop vibrating in the room and stuff. So, yeah, yeah. Sounds fun. Go ahead. So, as you know, we're a broke company, mainly because we don't have ads, and we only depend on contributions from faithful viewers like you. And for our show to expand, we want to see... First of all, I'm going to throw this poll out here. If you want to see video of the studio, give us $5 a month. Because, Ryan, tell them about the software you found. So, speaking of software, um, you know, I found this software that that does what we've always dreamed of doing, which is having multiple sources of video. So what we could do So we could have just some, you know, $1,000 video camera in the corner recording us all the time. But then, even if we did that, you'd never one be to, you'd, it would be one angle and you would see us like little ants on the screen. I don't like that. I like something better. I like having a camera per person and I like having a wide shot and, you know, all sorts of cool stuff. Yeah. I also like having graphics. I like having lower thirds. You know, all sorts of cool stuff. I even like having our logo spin around. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Well, I found some software that can do that now and without the $1,000 camera. And it's only $60 a year. And if we had one supporter each month come forward and donate $5 to us, we'd totally get the stuff. And that way you could see our faces. Yeah. And see the stuff we do in studio. Because we'd have this going like kind of like a live stream. Like, remember oh, how right. we have the oh, yeah. thing going? We'd be live streaming all the and time. Because everybody knows that the most ridiculous things happen before the show. Yeah. Like, we kind of I normally settle down before the show and stop breaking things during the show. I know. But I mean, yeah. I've known to do stuff like that. Break my keyboard a few times. Remember that I knocked my graphics card out of my laptop, which is kind of hard to do. I normally drink Pepsi during the show. I get progressively worse. Yeah. Yeah. So that was almost like an ad for ourselves. That's interesting. Yeah, or self-promotion through huh. self-delusions. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Huh. That's called an in-house ad. Well... I don't click on in-house ads because they're ads. And well, you can keep your Tokoboka to yourself. <laughs> okay, do you want to talk about plugs? Sure. So, do you Sam want to go first? You, okay, no, I, think, look, I, sure. I guess we're going to make Sam go first. So, Sam, why don't you tell us about your plug of the week? Okay. Well, uh, my plug of the week is for Go Launcher, which is a custom launcher for Android that I use and I'm very happy with. has uh, increased support recently, new, lots of new features coming out and stuff. Uh, very nice. has all the customization that you could want. And it's it's quite smooth as well. Do you have to pay for it? No, it's free. Oh, that's even better. Yeah, sounds good. Yeah. 
how long have you been using this? Uh, for quite a while. I, I started using it back when I first got my phone, so uh, two years ago now. That's a long time to be using a launcher. Yeah, well, uh, I've tried the other ones, ADW, Launcher Pro, and all those, and uh, I think I like this one the best. Hmm. Sounds pretty cool. And do you want to talk about your Unplug? Oh, yeah, so my Unplug is uh, the Facebook for Android app because it's terrible, and it uh, doesn't listen when you set settings. So say you would like to stop receiving vibration notifications when somebody sends you a message or comments on one of your statuses. Well, you can do that, but it just doesn't listen. It's a little annoying. Yes, the Facebook app is notoriously terrible for everything. That sounds bad. Well, you know, it's funny that you, you're unplugging the Android Facebook app because the iOS one today, or actually yesterday, you know, it's great now because it's a native app. It actually responds to events. You know, it actually updates. You know, it's actually quite good. Yeah, yeah, you mentioned that. In the do, you have, do, you have, do you have PedEx in your eye? No, I'm just trying to glare at you for promoting a, a, an app for a device line you don't have. Got a problem with that? Yes. Okay. But I won't after you get your iPad mini. Yeah, coming soon. We'll talk about more things. I think later. so, though. Yeah, no So, I'm going wasn't to talk about... wasn't No. Where did I put the other half of my ear? <laughs> uh, earpiece. I don't know, but yeah. So, why don't you talk, talk to me about your Firefox for Android? Well... You know, it's funny. So, Android 4, which is called Ice Cream Sandwich, just so you know, mm-hmm. actually supports this little thing called Google Chrome. Google Chrome is supposed to be the greatest browser since, um, you know, Chrome. Firefox 2 came out, like, you know, six years ago, Even 17 better, years ago. Better than Netscape 3.0? Yeah, anything's better than that, except Internet Explorer 4. Um, you just said Internet Explorer exclusive, like, repeating. Well, I would have had to use, like, irrational numbers to state that, though. Uh, anyway. You mean you're a very rational person when drinking Pepsi? To the nearest thousand, answer yes or no. True. Thousand. <laughs> anyway, uh, so I, I can't actually use the c- Google for Chrome on my Android 4.0 phone because uh, HTC used non-standard drivers, apparently, for the graphics thingamajig in the phone. Um, does your phone smell like pet urine? Anti-pet urine, just to be on the safe side. Okay. Just, I guess I urinate on it. I see. It works really good as glass cleaner. That'd be really well, by the way. But it really does. I don't care. Anyway, so the reason I can't do it is because my phone, for some reason, will make anything in Chrome look like crap. So one of the symptoms is if you t- go up to a text field and you you know start typing in it, the keyboard will magically disappear and the keyboard will still be active. But if you hit you know if you type where the keys are, they'll still register. You just can't see it, and you know it's kind of hard to type in things without actually knowing where the keys are on the keyboard, right? It is. So I, I don't like the stock Android browser because it's a little slow, but more importantly, it doesn't offer many, um, you know, fast features that, that Chrome offers. So I, I went to a middle ground. I actually started using Firefox for Android, and I've been using this for about a month now, actually. I started at the, uh, uh, you know, sometime in the middle of July, and I really like it. Now, unfortunately, there are some problems with it, uh, and, and most of those things are UI problems. Now, it's p- plenty fast, but... The UI problem is is um, the biggest thing. So it's not built like as if it was for touch screens. Like obviously you can touch it and stuff, right? Uh-huh. But there's no swiping motions. There's no like things you utilize. Like it has pinch to zoom and all of that stuff. But like if you want to close a tab, you have to click a little X on the corner of it of a cor- of the corner of the tab. And if you miss, you switch to that tab, and you have to and and you usually has to rebuffer that page before you can do anything else. 
So it's not tuned for touch interaction yet. Hmm, that sounds like a quite a big flaw. It 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 really isn't, even though it sounds like it is. The, the it was last updated on uh, August seventh. So I mean, it's updated very frequently. Uh, it's using the same engine that Firefox for desktop uses, just a few versions earlier. So I mean, it, it you know it gets updated regularly, and that's great. Um, but for a stock replacement browser, I think it's a good, a good choice, uh, at least among things. And, you know, everybody's used Firefox, right? Yeah. So, I mean, you know, before it became crappy on the desktop, it was great. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So, your biggest problem with this Firefox thing is it's UI, right? Yeah. So, that, can I move into my plug now? No, please. So, I'm going to, I'm going to talk about Dolphin Browser. Dolphin Browser? It has, it's a successor of Dolphin HD. Oh, so... That's interesting. Yes. Um, basically, it's the exact opposite. It is the most wonderful UI you could ever imagine for a browser on a phone. Um, it's very, very touch-based, slide-based, and very intuitive. Everything you want is just there, open, seamlessly. Like I, I don't have a fast phone. You know that. Um, I do know that. It's, it's a pretty crappy phone, um, except for it's... It's actually just pretty crappy. But it's nah. a known crappiness when you go into it. It's not like it's false advertising and hype. Like, your Motorola Triumph, like, it was a crappy phone, but it was $300. This was a crappy phone and $100. Yeah. Like, I don't know, less deceitful and more apparent crappiness. Um, it's a very, but it run, Dolphin runs fantastic on it. It's just this beautiful UI. Um, all the things are intuitive. Um, it has its own little flash player thingy so you can, you know, play fun videos if you want. Um, like if a cat meows, you could meow and meow mix it. Is it free? I wouldn't, I wouldn't, what's the word, promote this app if it wasn't? Well, in um, other words, is there like a trial thing or do you? No, no, it's absolutely free. Okay, that's good. Um, but the, uh, I won't pay for software. I need to, other people to donate it to us. Oh, I see. Five dollars, please. Sounds, sounds familiar. Yeah. But hmm. it's, it's just a beautiful system. Um, I, I, it's very stable. I've never had a bug with it so far. Um, all the time I've used it, it's been a fast, responsive system. So how long have you been using Dolphin I've Browser? I've been using this for approximately 32 days. 32 days. How do you know this? Well, I mean, I figured how many minutes I've been using it, and then add the word days and minutes to make it sound like I've actually used this thing. Stop thinking about it. It'll make less sense. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, you know, it's funny because on... Uh, I've seen Dolphin for years. Uh, everybody has heard of Dolphin. Dolphin HD or... Yeah, yeah. I mean, it started... Because they had Dolphin Regular, and then they had a higher resolution one, and then they guess I, I assume they just merged mm-hmm. them back together. And it's... um, I guess it's a good replacement. Now, Chrome is better, of course, than Dolphin. It's better than a stock browser. Well, no, I mean, Chrome's engine is better than Dolphin's engine. But, I mean, the UI of Chrome is kind of wimpy. Yeah, this UI... Beautiful. Well, you were showing me this before the show, actually. Yeah, the and voice recognition and everything. Well, I mean, just even the um, just the slide. That, that, that slide, that's sidebar thing. That yeah. was pretty cool. It is. It's just a very sharp app. Sharp app. Sharp. I mean, as sharp as dolphins go. Mm. How sharp do they go? Well, normally dorsal fins kind of stay at a rate of like dull per lumen, but this is this this is very uncharacteristic for dolphins, and its dorsal fin is like razor sharp, especially if you're using Motorola products. I see. Well, you did a good job with your plug this week. That's something I've never heard before. You know why? Because I actually did research. Well, yes, but I just switched to it. What are you talking about? I just switched from Firefox to Dolphin. So you did a good job. Uh, how do you like Dolphin? Well, I didn't use it yet. I just oh, set the default permissions. See, I got you to do that with Secure Text last week. 
No, and I you tr- immediately uninstalled it. I, I tried it. Uh, but I, I was really tempted to not uninstall it on my phone because I love just sending you hex strings. I, I'm glad you did, but if you said, you want to go grilling? And I'd say, yeah, sure, big week. And then that would always just be the answer. And you'd get like AF337 some... You want, me, you want me to go get that? I can no, fetch no, it. No, no, it doesn't matter. I think I put it up on the blog one day. Or the, yeah, the blog, that one. Oh. Yeah. Cool. Well, that was a oh. good... Good, uh, good thing. Yeah, it was. Uh, can I quick plug something else? Oh, real please! Quick? I love plugs. Um, do you know the Google Maps icon? Oh, it's better now. Yeah, describe that. It's better in more ways than two. And uh, that's all I'm gonna say. Huh? So there's. That's weird. Hmm. Bulk wrist. What? Well, I was looking up the. I was trying to find a picture of the old Google Maps icon, and I I, I can't seem to find one. Really can't. Oh, I found it. Yeah, it looks much better now. Yeah, I agree. Before it was just a blue dot in the middle of a street or something. Mm. Not that didn't look very good. Well, okay. So, do you want to talk about some, uh, you know, main topics now? Yeah, let's move on to the main segment of the show. Okay. So, do you want to talk about first the um the the, the experience we had at what I like to call the Best Buy Apple Thor Stone? Uh, let's let's do this last because okay. Sam's been quiet for a while. Let's have something he can talk about because okay. this was just kind of our adventure to the right, grand right. real. Yeah, we can close with that. Okay, so yeah. what do you want to talk about? Hey, Sam. Hello. Do you want to talk about iPhones? Or do you want to talk about Microsoft? Um, or some other crap of your pick? I don't know. I don't really know anything about iPhones. So, so Microsoft, Microsoft it is. <gasps> okay, so let's say you're using Windows 8, like you are. Uh, so you're, we're all using the beta right now. Or yep. I don't know about Sam, but I'm sure Sam's played with it because he's been here before. Yeah, definitely. Um, and it's a beautiful thing. And when you're in a beta, you'd expect... The, all your everything you do to be sent back to Microsoft to kind of right. like to expect, for, you know, like your apps pe- crash for all the things. Testing yes. and stuff, um, yeah. it's like when you install it, you're you don't even have to sign away anything. You just know by installing it, you're going to be spied on. Right. That's the whole point of exactly. a beta trial. That is pretty much true. But when you buy Windows 8, um, because you know the RTM is out and everybody's already been digging through the source code and all the other stuff and yeah. how Microsoft works. By default, it's set up. Um, to send a notice to Microsoft every time you install something. So Microsoft will have a record of all the software that you've published, or not, nah, wrong word, that you've installed on your computer and it gets published to them, um, like through their updater and all their other backwall crap. And um, it's not very, I don't know, sneaky. It's mean. So there are probably some things to defend Microsoft here with. Um, so uh, first of all, what, the, what, what this allows Microsoft to do is it allows Microsoft to see which programs people won't like. Well, it's, it's not like it's something that Apple's never done before. I mean, they, you know, they always look at what users are doing, too, but it's just weird. Okay. So, the, so one of the things that this – there's a few things this does for Microsoft. So it can see what programs people are installing, right? Mm-hmm. So that also can help Microsoft make Windows 8 suck less, theoretically, because then they can tell you if, like, something isn't compatible, if people keep it you know, installing things and then they never use it again. That would also yeah. be helpful. Also, one of the things that this well, lets Microsoft do is if um, there's a rogue app going around, so some binary of, you know, like let's say I'm installing, um, I don't know, Firefox, for example, and somehow some malicious code got into Firefox, that particular that particular copy of Firefox, that particular binary, and thousands of people start installing it and people go haywire, well, Microsoft can just deny access to it yeah. with a quick update. Cool. Which is, of course, very similar to what Apple's been doing 
or just implemented in Mountain Lion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just kind of, I don't know. So, Sam, what do you, what do you think about having Microsoft, I don't know, like, block applications if they don't have a security certificate signed? Well, so, <clears throat> one, one thing that I wanted to mention first is that you said, uh, See if you you ever use it again, but I I don't think that this no they don't they, statistics it only collects installations so that really I don't know that it would serve that function necessarily. Well, um, what I'm thinking though is that I I think a lot of applications would be installed and then they could see what applications they need to actually put in support for. So yeah, you're right. But I'm what I meant to say is that they would see what things they need to support more. Right, right. but they they wouldn't see no if say some somebody installed something and never used it again they wouldn't. They would know that, right? For sure. Um, which I know that I do that a lot. But I, I mean, really, since it's a disable, like you're able to disable, you're able to disable that. Yes, you I, are. I, I really see it as a non-issue. I mean, if if you want to be secure, then that's good. That's that's fairly good security measure. But if you would rather not have Microsoft know everything that you're installing, then turn it off. But it, it doesn't I don't really see why I don't. I guess I don't. It's not an issue to me. I, I don't see why it's an issue to other people. So it's uh, the the article says that it's not easy to disable, and it also says that it will periodically re-enable or warn users to periodi- periodically re-enable it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so one of the things I think is funny is that they're calling it Smart Screen, which isn't that the name of the thing they made for Xbox at E3? Isn't that what it's called? I don't think so. I think it's something else. Hmm. It had the word smart and it had the word screen in it. I don't know. Yeah, but uh, it seems kind of weird. But now thinking back, when you install like even like Debian or stuff, it, it has a checkbox saying, would you like to like user statistics? Like, do you mind if you publish it to a Debian's thing every few months or so? Yeah. Um, like Eclipse does it. Like, mm-hmm. um, like what do you compile? Like how often? Like what kind of things do you do? Like lots of software asks you for user statistics. Ah. Before you start using it, mm-hmm. do you find what you're looking for? Yeah, smart glass. Smart glass. Okay. Screen glass. You know. Same okay. thing. Kind of. Yeah. I mean, I know. I don't know that um, OS 10 Mountain Lion actually sends back things, but I do know that they can block certificates specifically, which is what I think Microsoft might do if this were a problem. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I can't think of too many uses for this. Yeah. So, uh, I. I was slightly zoning out what you guys were just talking, so I'm not sure what the last, what you were just talking about. Just but I did open, uh, the error message that you get when, uh, Microsoft prevents you from installing something. And it's kind of funny. It says, Windows protected your PC. It's a, uh, Windows smart screen prevented an unrecognized program from starting. Running this program might put your PC at risk. Uh, and then there's two buttons, one that says run anyway, and one that says don't run. And so, when I first saw it, I thought it said "run away." And oh, don't run. that's funny. And it was, it was, I don't know. I thought that was funny. Um, so it's not even uh, there's like even when it blocks something, it gives you the option to actually to run it anyways. Yeah. I mean, I understand the privacy concerns as far as them not using a secure version of SSL, but well, actually, it turns out that they are using a secure version of SSL. Well, so, they they updated it to yeah. start using a security version of SSL. Yeah, so I mean that that argument went out the window. But uh, so if if um, that error message, because I didn't, I looked at the error message, but I didn't read it closely. But that error message sounds strikingly similar to the screen you get when you try to install 
uh, uncertificated, if that's a word, certified, I guess, um, uncertified software on OS X Mountain Lion now. So it'll ask you, do you really want to do this? And it also sounds quite similar to user account control that's already in place on Windows Yeah, 7. except that it looks worse. Um, so it also, it, yeah, so it's exactly like that. Do you think this will, do you think users are just going to say run anyway, just always? No, 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 no. I users do. will never see this. Really? People are going to be, nobody's going to care. You know how Microsoft users are. Nobody's going to notice. No, but I mean, the screen will pop up if you try to install software. And people will just be like, block. Or they'll call you. Like, I've gotten people to call me on, like, my mom and other people have called me, like, when Java wants to update. Like, do you want to, like, Microsoft says, I know, do you want to allow but, Java to update? I mean, people like my parents, they, they know enough about computers to pick one or the other, like, yes or no. And most people would just click on, on, you know, UAC, right? User account control. Mm-hmm. Most people would just say run, or yes, yeah. or continue, or whatever. Um, so do you think most people are just going to ignore this anyway, and just say run anyway? Uh, depends on the person's personality. I like that. That's that's right. Yeah. yeah. Well, okay, that was fun. That's what what else do we have here in main stories? Well, um I think you want to talk about uh AT&T trying to scam some people. Oh, why don't we talk about AT&T and horrible service? Yeah. You want to set this up? Yeah, set it up. Okay, I'm going to set this one up for you. And then you're going to tell me how to do this wrong. Yeah, pretty much. Cuz I like this plan. Okay. So, ever heard of iPhone 5? Yeah, I've heard of OS 6. I've heard of the phone that we don't know about yet, technically. Yes. Yeah. And technically, you've used FaceTime before in Reinhardt's lab, just to say... I've, I've used it with you, actually. Oh, back when I owned an iPad. Yeah. Um, that thing. Yeah. Well, you know how that... Like, even if you had like the old iPhone, you had FaceTime, but it only worked over Wi-Fi. Up the iPhone 4, yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, but now, everybody's going to have an iPhone 5, everybody's going to be using FaceTime, and everybody's going to be doing it over 4G LTE. Yeah. And as you can imagine, that's going to be a huge spike in uh, consumption. So AT&T's brilliant plan is to start charging people for using FaceTime. So now I'm going to let you bash them for being stupid. Okay, well, first, uh, so right now, if you have an iPhone 4, 4S, those are the two that support FaceTime, mm-hmm. you can't even use FaceTime over 3G, as far as I know. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, that is because it's just, just blocked. And so what Microsoft, I mean AT&T, you know, they're both evil companies, so I get them confused. They both have blue branding. One's a bell, one's a window. I mean, they're kind of different. One's more of a sphere and then a bell. I don't know why I said bell. It's just like a weird... I know what you mean. Well, uh, so the the new thing that AT&T is pushing here is that uh, one of the things that if you had... A lot of people still have AT&T from the old old days when they first got the iPhone. Mm -hmm. And this was back in the long, long ages ago when AT&T still had unlimited data, right? Mm -hmm. So there's many, many, many users still on this. And they don't want to give give it up. So what AT&T says is, well, if you want to use this revolutionary new video voice feature you have to give up your unlimited data plan. And so the plan that they're insisting you pay for instead is the shared everything plan. So your text messages, your calling, and, or, yeah, so your minutes, and also your data uh, would be shared among uh, multiple devices. So if you had an iPad and you had an iPhone, it would all be just one pool, and you just you know mm-hmm. share it out. Cool. Well, uh, th- this, of course, uh, inspires... Um, anger in everybody because you have to pay more for getting less. So you don't get unlimited and... Capital to Netflix. Uh, Splitting yeah. their service plan and doubling the price. Yeah, exactly like that. 
Yeah. Yeah. So what what happened is a bunch of people yelled at, at the um, FCC, I believe. Does that sound right? FCC? Yeah. yeah. Uh, and the FCC said something, and then AT&T said, well, turns out the FCC rules say that we can't charge extra for apps that you download and add to your phone, but if an app is included on your phone, we can do whatever we want to it. Yeah, remember they had the huge um, hotspot battle last oh, yeah. year? Like mm-hmm. they they weren't allowed to charge extra for hotspots or something. Well, but yeah. only Verizon got away with it or something. Well, so re- just recently, about two weeks ago, Verizon was handed a verdict from some court somewhere saying that they no longer can charge separately for hotspots and yeah. extra data stuff. Um, of course, that doesn't apply to AT and T because their licensing from the FCC was a little bit different, but. Mm-hmm. So what what AT and T said was they they get away with this because FaceTime is bundled with the iPhone and iPad, right? Mm-hmm. What is that? What is the next logical step to this then? Make you download it separate. Yes, but they're not going to do that. Why would it's always going to be included? I know, but what if Apple just said the minute you turn it on, it just downloads? Or like you know how there's always a recommended like get the iLife pack, right? Get the iLife pack and the iCommunication pack, right? So just like how and, the podcast. As long as you're gonna happens. make them download it, you might as well make them pay ninety nine cents to download it. Yeah, no, probably not. Yes, yes. maybe. Okay, maybe. But what maybe I'm saying, that is an easy way out if Apple wanted to do it that way. Mm-hmm. Um, Sam, what do you think about this? Um, I think that. FCC is a terrible organization because it doesn't do what it was agreed to do. And I think that AT&T shouldn't be able to charge for that because of some crappy loophole that they found. I definitely agree. I mean, data is data, right? Regardless of what is causing the data to go through the network, right? Exactly. Right. I mean, it's it's just them trying to get more money. Right. And it's a failure of the FCC as an organization to do what it's supposed to do. Definitely. Yeah. Do you think there's any resolution that anybody can take place? I mean, other than Apple, you know, cheating their way out of it by just making auto download, but yeah. Well, there is one solution. We'll get to that to the next main topic. Okay, then yeah. can we move on. Do you want to go to the next main topic? Yes. Okay. So you know, this will only become a problem if people are actually communicating with FaceTime, right? Right. And how many people actually do that? Well, on average, I I think um, oh, no nobody. One. Yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, we kind of pulled an RMS where we hype, we got all angry over something we'll never use. Yeah. Um, but so play this. Have you have this video? I do. I, I have it on uh, my computer here. Yeah. Um, so yeah. why don't we set up what the video is first? This is the official promo video for the iPhone five. Oh, it just on. leaked yesterday. Hold on, let me rebuffer while I make it bigger. Yeah. Okay. So so t- t- talk about it. So it's the the it, official thing. So it's a leak. Yes, it's a leak straight from Apple. Yeah. Um, Apple employee. And of course, you know when when you get a leak like this and, and it makes the rounds really quick and uh... yeah, I mean everybody likes this video, right? Okay, so. especially because how accurate it is about reflecting the user group of the iPhone. Well, I mean it unveils the new and revolutionary features. I've I mean, seen it a dozen times. Yeah, okay. Well, By a dozen times, I've seen it once, but we just need to hear it. Ready? Yeah, let's go. Big. Before designing the iPhone five, we studied how customers use their iPhones, and we discovered something pretty interesting. People only use iPhones to take photos of their food. They're sad and alone, so they use pictures of food to create the illusion of a fulfilling life. With that knowledge, we went back to the drawing board. Introducing the iPhone 5. 
we rethought everything. From big stuff like screen resolution to small details like the size of the screws and the inclusion of a 50mm macro lens. These pictures look so good that nobody would ever imagine you lie awake at night wondering why you can't feel happiness. And with a maximum ISO of 6400, the iPhone 5 takes stunning photos in whatever dimly lit, exposed brick, no reservation, basement restaurant your friends care about more than each other. Siri's all new too. She can recognize the food you photographed and suggest fun captions that'll imply a life worth living. Chickpea salad. Nom nom nom. I am happy. I am happy. I am happy. The iPhone 5 is a game changer. Its photos are sure to garner all the likes, hearts, pluses, pins, stars, reposts, reblogs, retumbles, and retweets that you've used to replace human connection in your life. I've been using the iPhone 5 for a few months now, and it's already turned my life into a seemingly enjoyable life. Last weekend, I was having brunch with my girlfriend, but we had nothing to talk about, so I took out my iPhone 5, I snapped a pic of my eggs Benedict, connected my iPhone to my MacBook, found a Wi-Fi hotspot, uploaded that photo onto Facebook, and within minutes, I had friends telling me how much fun I was having. And you know, for one brief moment, I almost believed in myself. The iPhone 5. Picture your life. Better. It's very Apple-esque. Like Isn't the it? The commercial was amazingly well done. So I just want to point one thing out in the video. The guy's name is Greg's, Greg Mansfield. Mm-hmm. And that's funny um, because I believe Bob's, Bob Mansfield, I always say Bob's because there's an S word there shouldn't be. Um, Bob Mansfield is leaving later and he is, I believe, the, actually the... Um, one of the guys that is a senior VP of something or other. Mm-hmm. And it's just funny that they make a, you know, fake name. It sounds like an Apple video. It really does. Yeah. And like, a picture of your life. Better. Right. Like just the way they did that, the way they punctuated everything. It was an Apple commercial. Yeah, definitely. So I saw this mer- commercial or. This commercial? This commercial? Yeah. yeah. This commercial. I saw this from Merlin Mann and I thought, oh, maybe he's serious and that would be ridiculous if he was. I didn't really believe it, but it's just like, oh, what if that would be funny if it really wasn't officially leaked video already? And it's like, oh, no, fake. But it was a very good fake. I mean, once I saw the name of the guy, it's like, no way. Yeah. Because there's nobody called. And plus, they called it official, so you know it's not. No, it doesn't mean anything. It could just be the ad. Yeah, it means stuff. But, crap, so, you I know, get two Gmails open. So, you know, the, um, the iPhone 5 is coming out in a few weeks. Or announced in a few weeks. Right. Um, so do you think... Um, they'll have their fastest rollout ever. Well, everybody suspects it's coming out in um, September 21st. September 21st? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Quite fancy. Yeah. So what do, you, what do you think is going to be on the new iPhone 5? A better camera. Better camera? So you can take pictures. What, what camera do they have now? Uh, that weird five lens in one camera. Thing. Yeah, they, they have, it's an 8 megapixel camera with like 20 lenses. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And if it's going to be thinner, it's going to be tricky. How do you do that? Uh, don't make it thinner. I think they are. It's a good size, though. I, I like the thickness, but I don't know. It's yeah. pretty pancake. What do you think, Sam? Well, do you want to talk about Best Buy? I want to talk about this void in this universe. <laughs> okay, but we can talk about Best Buy first. Doesn't the universe seem so empty? It does. Just not enough voices to fill it. Yeah. Yeah. So why don't we talk about Best Buy? What, what, we'll what, talk about this pilgrimage to the grand opening. So the grand opening was all this week, I guess. But it was formally yeah. introduced on Saturday or Sunday. Sunday. Always okay. Sunday. Okay. So we went to the Best Buy this week. What did we go there for? I was going for a radio. And I was going there to 
look at Best Buy. But I wasn't actually going for the radio. Right. I, that was just an excuse. Right. Good excuse, though. Yeah. I mean, I would have got a radio if there was a, a crappy insignia one, the only price range I was looking for. Which was? 30 bucks. Okay. So. Because I had a $35 gift card. Why don't we talk about the, the Best Buy store that we went to? Are we talking about the content or the physical store first? Let's talk about the physical store first. Start with the sign. Okay. It's the first thing you see. Right. Yeah. So, if you ever go down 35W, there's a Best Buy with the identical sign with the weird steel mesh behind it. Like the paneled mesh. I don't know how to call it. What, how to I think that. that sounds accurate. And when the sun hits it, it does kind of make a weird reflective thing as you walk past it. But it, it's kind of bland. Um, and we noticed that the sign was dirtier than the old ones that were taken down and discarded. Um, so... That's kind of weird already. A brand new sign. It's already messed up. And I also want to say that, um, crap, what else is it saying? Um, it was just worse than before. Before you could kind of go back and forth between it, it was kind of cool. Um, hold on. Ryan, take over for a second. Uh, tell me where you are. I'm talking about the front of the store and how it's not changed for the better. Well, so there's, there's this weird mesh thing where the sign is, and you said that it looks great at sunset, but I, I wasn't there at sunset, of course, so I don't really know about that. One of the interesting things about uh, going into the store, though, is when you walk into the store, there's no security guard to greet you anymore, but also when you walk into the store, there's not double doors. So you know, like, kind of weird. Like, so you know when you go to, like, most... Um, air-conditioned buildings. Most air-conditioned buildings, you walk from the, through the outside doors, you know, they automatically open, and then you walk through the next set of automatically open doors. Well, at Best Buy now, there's only one set when you walk in of automatically opening doors. Although when you walk out, there's two sets. There's the inside and the outside set. So it's kind of a weird um, weird thing they've done there. So why don't we talk about the layout of, inside the store right now? Okay. So when you walk into the store, you see a bunch of phones that are on a table. Some of them are real. Some of them are fake pieces of soap, as you've mentioned before. Yeah. But want to talk about the lighting first? Lighting? Lighting. Lighting. Yeah. Oh, lighting. Okay. Um, so you know the store's always been too bright? No. I always thought it was a little bright. Okay. But now the store has lighting everywhere, but it's not as intense. Um, like, I really liked the light. It wasn't, like, blinding, but it illuminated everything. There was no shadow. It was good. I didn't seem to notice that. Well, it was so well done, it was hard to notice. Oh. Yeah. And it was very good. And then, as you walk in, it's just, they had the pillars, like the service desk had um, these poles that were lit up too, and it was kind of like... Why don't you tell them where the service desk was? Dead smack in the center of the store. So, literally, the service desk was almost as if it was like a little cafe kind of thing. Like, uh, if you go to like a bookstore, Mm -hmm. you might find like a little circular cafe kitchen, and then... You know, a bar around the circular cafe kitchen. So the service desk is exactly like that now. And do you, there were little benches, little stools that you could walk up to and sit by. Mm-hmm. And why don't we tell them where the laptops were? Okay, so the laptop section was at the start of the store, the left of the store, the back of the store, and to a little to the further back of the store. Yeah. Uh, so essentially, this, the laptops weren't centralized in any obvious position. And of course, you know, that is confusing because there are laptops everywhere. Yes. And there's also tablets everywhere. Yes. But the cameras were consolidated. Yeah. So, do you want to talk about the, the the products we didn't find, aside from the radio? We didn't find the one product we wanted to go look at, this tablet, this uh, Galaxy. No, Nexus no, 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 7 no, no, tablet. Nexus 7 tablet. So, we, I wanted to see the Nexus 7 tablet, because I hadn't seen one yet, personally, in person. Me neither. I, I haven't I, seen I, any Chromebooks either. Right. 
Now, Chromebooks are a little bit hard to find, but I should expect to see a consumer selling tablet. Yeah. Um, did I see one? No. Yeah. What did we see, though? Every Samsung Galaxy tab known to man. And a bunch of things from companies we've never heard of. Bandigital. Um, There's some other ones like, we've never there was, heard there was of. There's some, one. like, kids one. It was wrapped in, like, silicone plastic. Yeah. That, that was, was weird. Bad. But also, I also wanted to see, for the first time, the MacBook Pro with Retina Display. And didn't have that, did they? Somehow, that high-quality product was absent from the Apple demo table. Now, maybe that's an Apple thing, but I'm blaming it on Best Buy because that is a huge omission to to have uh, not prevalent. Now, why don't we talk about the flooring in the uh, appliance dissec- section? It was very well. It was very well installed. That didn't sound right, did it? I don't know. It was installed very nicely. It was beautiful. But they have a couple hundred refrigerators. And a couple hundred stoves, and a couple other really heavy things, and they really scratched it up. It's so, brand new and beautiful. So, so the, the the appliance section looks great. It, it, it does. They, they have really high end cabinetry. Really high. And end. and you know all the all of the high end fridges and stoves and stovetops and stuff. They're all put in there really nicely and it looks mm-hmm. great. And it's all level. It's um no weird spots in it. But like you felt that when you walked into the store, right? Like when you know I what noticed, the double doors I are. I noticed a little bit, but it wasn't a big deal to me. Well, it was very, it's because they had the double doors and you're supposed to be a natural step because they ripped out the doors and didn't re-level the floor. There's yeah. that hump right there. It was very subtle, though. I don't think many people would have noticed that. I'm not trained to notice because I miss a lot. I hope my boss isn't listening because I make my sound self better than I am. I noticed that right away. But if I was on the job being paid to do it, I wouldn't have noticed because I'd have to do something about it. Okay. Sounds yeah, like a target syndrome. I'm mad at Target. Okay, we'll talk about that later. No, we're not. Okay. Just gonna rant about it passively to myself and to whoever listens. Mostly you and Sam. Sam, are you around yet? Is he on the Skype? Yeah. Must have muted us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, you came back. <laughs> Hi, Sam. Um, Hi. When was the last time you've been to a Best Buy? Last time I've been to a Best Buy. Hmm. Well, I tried to go to one to pick up a router the other day, and they were closed. Before that, uh, not for a while. Yeah, I haven't been there in a long time either. Yeah, I haven't been there since um, a little before second semester started of school. Mm. Do you want to talk about the TV section? TV section was beautiful. Um, they had lots of contradicting products though. Wow. They had like little TVs, and then they'd have a like they didn't have things organized. Normally, they had like small TVs on one end, big TVs on the other. This really seemed that they mixed things up. Definitely. Um, and I was going to go back and buy this TV for $300 because it was just this beautiful 40-inch TV, um, 1080p, and it was so thin. It would look perfect in our studio wall. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then if we get video, you could see a Yourself. big screen. Yeah. No, and then you could see you could see the show notes and stuff. I, I may actually look at the show notes if it's big enough. Oh, is that how it works? Yeah. What would we control it with? This finger. Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's kind of interesting. But... I wasn't going to get that because there's a much better saw I want to get instead. Good choice. So, overall, what was your impression of the Best Buy clone of the Apple Store? They need to have definitive sides. Like, the TV section, great. The appliance section, great. Could you imagine they had refrigerators with the laptops? Yeah, that would be be funny, actually. But why would it make sense to have the laptops blended with everything else? I don't think it does make sense. Uh, One of the things, though, I was wondering if maybe they were putting products that they didn't want people to actually buy somewhere else. Yeah, they didn't have as much of a sales team harassing people. Did you notice that we were, like, walked by from employees, like, many times without being asked questions? 
Did you notice that? They were that? very cute, too. Okay, well, sure, maybe. But I noticed that we were not assaulted continuously like I normally am when I go to that kind of a store. You know what it is? No. Your beard. Scared him off. Ah, I see. So I want to talk about uh, one other thing about the store, too. So we were talking after we left about what we thought, and one of the things I thought was, I don't, I mean, I love Best Buy. I think it needs to stay around. It's There's a purpose for a technology-based store, local, that sells hardware and electronics and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Like, not everything can actually go online. But I don't think, I, I don't, I, I think Apple, or Apple, no, I think Best Buy's failure in the long run won't be dictated by this, most of their own actions. I think in the long run, if the products they sell suck, they're not going to do too well either. Yeah. And so we were in the laptop section, for example, mm-hmm. and, you know, we walked around and we typed on a bunch of keyboards and we all cried every single time. With the exception of that one, I like that, what was it, a Sony one? I don't know. It was one ridiculously big computer, but it did have a nice keyboard. Yeah. But the trackpad was Right. It so wasn't the- a good keyboard and a trackpad on the same computer. Right. And, you know, I think things like that will make it very difficult for Best Buy to succeed in the long run. Because with, if you don't sell products that are good, and, you know, people don't, don't have a clue, mm-hmm. um, it's going to be tricky. So... In in light of all of this, I actually pre-wrote the blog post I'm going to publish after the show, talking about Best Buy. And one of the things I wrote about was, we mentioned about how all the laptops were dispersed everywhere. Mm-hmm. And I think there might be a reason to the madness. You want to hear about it? Enlighten me while I finish reading this. I think the reason to the madness might be that they don't want you to be able to pick one, find one yourself. They want you to walk up to someone and ask, where are the laptops? Can we um can we help you pick one out? I think that's what they're going for. I think they want you to be somewhat disoriented so that you go find one or go find an employee to help you find one. Mm. Because that I think that's what the dispersion was. Most people go to that store to get laptops. So I think that might be one of those things. Wow. Yeah. So are we talking about Best Buy? Yeah, I'm, I'm good. Okay. So have you been following this live thing? Uh, I was busy, kind of, you know. Yeah, I zoned out because there was a... Kind of a development. This guy has the worst job in the world. Because it's a lot of work, isn't it? Do you know? Because it's really complicated, right? They had to vote on over 900 items. Yeah, yeah. Isn't that amazing? They had, the jury filled out a form like, yes, violated. No, violated. Yes, no, yes, yes, on 900 some things. Yes. And they're going through all these damages, and this thing is going to get contested the crap out of on both sides. Oh, I'm, I, I, Um, this is not over. Like, what is that called? Appealing. They're going to appeal to higher courts. They're going to do crap. They're not going to pay up. This is not going to go well. This is ridiculous. So from what you've read so far, because I'm not really reading it, what have you... Well, so far, um, Samsung violated 516 things, and they didn't violate 941 things. And right now, it looks like the damages that they're set to pay is 1,551,000,000. Crap. This guy can't... He must be on a phone because he can't type right now. Where Um, is this? The live, the oh, live okay. dot the verge dot com, one billion fifty one million eight hundred fifty five thousand dollars in total damages. But they're they're addressing which piece, like they're going through each what phone. Do you mean he can't type. I don't see anything wrong. The way he delimited all the things. What's wrong with that? He could have just gave a number and said like one billion fifty one million. Words look better. Except for they don't. But like, why would that be easier to type on a phone than actually typing what you would insist upon? Because if you just gave a number, you'd be done with it. Yeah, but that means he's not on a phone. 
Yeah, but like he's been typing all these one-word things, like no or antitrust, but they're not actually real sentences. I need to, a real article explaining all this because this guy is uh, I think skipping he's doing, around. I think he's doing a great job. For being on a phone and... He's not on a voice. phone. I think he, he is. Why is nothing he did more than 160 characters? Because each one of them is less than a minute apart. Except for there's a lot of five and six minute gaps. Yeah, well, that's when nothing's happening. But, I mean, like, when he can't talk a lot, he can't do much. Like, he's listening at the same time. It's not like there's a team doing this. Yeah. I'll put a link to this in the show notes. What we're we're talking about here, this is breaking news, more or less, is the Apple versus Samsung jury decision. Sam, have you been uh, following the jury decision at all? I have not. Have you um, heard about the Samsung versus Apple case, though? Uh, I have from you guys. I don't, well, that's I don't a good know start. A whole lot about it. Well, it's it's where Samsung stole everything from Apple, and Apple says they are evil. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because Apple did Samsung actually Samsung actually steal everything from Apple? Well, they even stole the iPad from them. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, that's what this court case is trying to decide. And uh, personally, I don't I don't think so, because if if Samsung stole everything from Apple. Then I literally stole everything from The Verge, Twit, and 5x5. So, well, if I admit their theft, I admit mine too. No. No? That's not how it works? Not how it works. (laughs) Okay. Just saying. Okay, well, you can just say then. So, do you have any, uh, anything else? Do you Uh, want to keep covering this or, uh? No, no, we're not. This is, this is crap. This is gonna take months to. Crap. Yeah. This is a load of crap. I'm done. Okay, well. Don't trap a target, by the way. So, Sam, where can we find you on the internet? Uh, you can find me, uh, my blog at the Nexus, uh, on Twitter, Google Plus, on the Nexus account sometimes. Ah. Okay. Uh, that's and, about it. And of course, we can all listen to Sam's weekly science podcast, The Universe, where, uh, he talks all about science. And where can we find you on the internet? You can find me at uh, blog.matthewbutchell.com. Really? Yes. Really? You'll get a face full of me. Like you said, it's something to me Yeah, I think so, actually. I was thinking Uh-oh. about... Yeah. yeah. And where else? Anywhere else? Here. Uh, um, I would promote my Twitter, but I don't have a Twit client. Huh. Well, of course, you can uh, find me, Ryan Rampers, just about anywhere, especially on the Twitter, which is RyanMR. And, of course, I am all over the place. Otherwise... Probably. What is this nonsense? I'm just laying down a beat for you to say where you're from. Oh, but but furthermore, this is, of course, at the Nexus. This is the premier tech show of the Nexus. This is where we talk about science news. And by science news, I mean tech news. And uh, occasionally we talk about Samsung and Apple. Cultural pornography. And, um, you know, lawsuits, Microsoft debacles with operating systems, and you know, all sorts of good stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And, of course, this show is usually done on Fridays, which you can pick up then. And you know, we are, like we you, know, to start. you know, this is this is amazing. We are actually getting done with a show before we've even started a show ever before in history. Nah, that that one day was a miracle. No, that one day we started at six or so and we got done by eight or so. This is the earliest show we have ever done. Ever. Wrong. Last night you did a show at like five in the morning. This that doesn't count. This is the earliest show ever before. Okay. Ever. Ever. Well, we're ending at six thirty. Yeah, that's amazing. On the note. I'm, I'm probably going to make it go over. Yeah. I'm going to do it. <sighs> oh, well. Have a big one. Have a good one.